Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Business Lens. Uh, this is an exciting edition of The Business Lens. I'm Bo. We are the St. John's County Chamber of Commerce's Senior Communications Manager, and I'm here, as always, and most importantly, with Bob Porter, our Director of Public Policy. How's it going today, Bob? It's doing great. This has been a fun week. We're fresh off a successful Politics in Ponte Vedra event, Politics in St. John's in Ponte Vedra event. It was at the Ponte Vedra Concert Hall. Nearly 250 votes were cast. It really felt like there were a lot more people in attendance there, Bob. I think so. I mean, I would not be surprised we didn't do an absolute head count, but at one point, I'm sure there were over 400 people in the concert hall. Yeah, it got a little too busy there at the door in order to <laughs> count, everybody's, count everybody, didn't it? Well, the event was great, and if you want to see any of the content from that event, we had a, we had a straw poll there. Vicki Oaks performed a straw poll, and we'll talk a little bit about those results likely. But we also did interviews. I did some live interviews with the District 4 County Commission candidates, everybody, all of the candidates that were in attendance. And those videos can be found in the description. There are links to those videos that can be found in the description of this podcast. So hopefully you'll check those out. It was, like I said, it was a really great event and we had great participation. We're going to go ahead and start today's podcast talking about the gubernatorial race and specifically the GOP side of the gubernatorial race. Bob handed me earlier today, because he's our, he's our guru, uh, a story from the Florida Politics website that talks about how Ron DeSantis has a double-digit lead over Adam Putnam currently, and they believe it's due largely because of support thrown to him from President Donald Trump. Yeah, that's correct, Bo. It's a fascinating poll that was literally released five days ago that shows that DeSantis getting 42% overall in Agriculture Commissioner Putnam just getting 30% among the likely Republican voters. And this was after President Trump had endorsed Representative DeSantis. And the poll was conducted by a Republican polling firm entitled Fabrizio Lee Polling Firm. And it goes into a lot of detail here discussing how they come to the conclusion that the reason why they believe DeSantis has this lead is because Republican voters that support President Trump are in turn supporting DeSantis. That's correct. It, uh, the numbers, if you uh, drill down into it, like I do as a political geek, it was clear from the numbers that when asked whether they believe the president's support of Congressman DeSantis was important, a significantly higher percentage of voter of likely voters polled agreed that uh, DeSantis should be the next governor. When not told that, the numbers came uh, much closer, and in fact, Putnam actually leads DeSantis 58 to 35, so it clearly shows how important the president's efforts on behalf of Congressman DeSantis are in the governor's race. This also seems to show a really stark difference in the approach from the two parties. Here locally, at least, in, in this region, Republicans benefiting quite a bit from an endorsement from President Trump, whereas on the Democratic side, they're using the president's name to turn out the vote. That is becoming increasingly clear, uh, Bo. It's, if, if you look at the Democratic gubernatorial debate last night, you saw a lot of the candidates and all the major candidates were there, and you saw them taking pot shots at each other over either their somewhat tepid support for certain of the president's programs or, in fact, trying to out-anti-Trump the other candidate. 
Well, it does make for at least interesting TV. Oh, yeah. On somewhat of a more local level, you also, the intrepid political junkie you are, sent a story about another survey which talks about DeSantis's current and what will be his former seat in the U.S. House of Representatives. Yeah, it's a very interesting poll that was actually conducted yesterday. July 18th was a private survey poll by uh, St. Pete Polls out of uh, St. Petersburg, Florida. And interestingly, they showed a virtual dead heat among the three major Republican candidates to replace Ron DeSantis in the congressional, sixth congressional district. Fred Costello is a former House member from Ormond Beach. He came in at 21.1% of the likely Republican voters. John Ward, the uh, businessman and former U.S. Navy officer from Palm Coast, got 20.5%. And Michael Waltz, also a businessman and a former Army Green Beret from St. Augustine, had 20%. Essentially, that is an absolute dead heat because it's well within the margin of error. We expect to see a very competitive race on the Democratic side as well with former U.S. Ambassador Nancy Soderberg from St. Augustine actually leading all of the candidates, including Republicans, in fundraising. She's raised nearly $1.5 million in preparation for the primary and the general election. She's been campaigning for the better part of a year and a half. Challenging her in the primary are also Democrat Stephen Savigny from Ormond Beach and John Upchurch, who have raised what the article in uh, Florida Politics calls competitive amounts. Uh, <laughs> interestingly, on the Republican side, both uh, Waltz and Ward have raised between them over a million dollars. But interestingly, they've both heavily funded their own campaigns. But, but one of the things that this tells us whether it's the closeness of the gubernatorial race on the Republican side, and frankly, it's very close on the Democratic side as well for governor. Every vote counts. I know it sounds like what you heard in grade school, but if you go back and look at the admittedly unscientific straw poll votes that we released in Ponte Vedra on Monday night, there were some rather startling figures, and clearly... Their margin of error is considerably, our margin of error is considerably higher than any professional poll. But in a county that is as Republican heavy as St. John's, to have Governor Scott beating incumbent Senator Bill Nelson for the U.S. Senate seat by only four votes out of 240 votes is remarkably close. Uh, you also have very tight races, according to our poll, uh, with the governor's race, both on the Democratic and Republican sides. Interestingly, our poll even showed that the Democratic challenger to Jimmy Petronas, who is the current chief financial officer, the handpicked successor uh, by Governor Scott to uh, Jeff Atwater, lost by two votes. So... I, I, what this tells me is clearly it's not an absolute indicator of the closeness of these races, but it tells me that the candidates need to pay attention to polls like this, polls, private polls, whatever, because I think it'll give us all a better indication of where they stand in the process. And certainly once we have a cumulative number after we 
conduct a poll here in St. Augustine. Remember, August 1st at the Solomon Calhoun Center. We're going to give, go ahead and give it a plug now. August 1st at the Solomon Calhoun Center. We're going to be doing politics in St. John's, St. Augustine. And we expect to have around 300 votes, maybe more. Last year, we or two years ago, we had 400 votes in a presidential election year. We could have a fairly significant number of people participate in these polls in St. John's County. Absolutely. Anytime that you can collect maybe 600 or more votes in a straw poll, people will pay attention to the, to the outcome and probably ought to factor that in in some form into their campaign strategy going forward. Well, we also want to look a little more close to home here, where locally several of the races won't be contested until the general election, such as Rutherford's seat is one of those. Paul Renner and Cindy Stevenson's state rep seats are both not going to be contested until the general. Here in the city of St. Augustine, one of the city commission seats will not be contested until the general, and all three of the St. Augustine Beach commissioner seats won't be contested until the general election. However, two local races that will be on those primary ballots are the city of St. Augustine mayoral race and the city of St. Augustine's commission seat for seat number four. We wanted to be able to provide a quick look at the candidates for these St. Augustine seats, similarly to what we did in the last episode for those running in Pontevedra. So if you're interested in learning more about the Pontevedra races, like the school board race where incumbent Kelly Barrera has two challengers or the county commission seat that Jay Morris formerly filled. You can check out the last podcast where we talk a little bit about the candidates in each of those races. Today we're going to dive into these two seats and we'll start with the the mayor's race where Nancy Shaver is the incumbent, but on our alphabetical list, Bill McClure is the first candidate. Bill started his first business at the age of 18 and currently works or owns a company that deals with healthcare information technology. He cites experience running large organizations. You may also remember he served as a county commissioner from 2012 to 2016 here in St. John's County. He has an active service record, including St. Augustine Rotary, he's a member of, and Friends of A1A. Also running for mayor, Jackie Rock is a self-proclaimed artist activist. I had to go to her Facebook page because I couldn't find any information on her on the Vote SJC page. She says she is she is also a business owner with her partners at Rock Art Studio, and they provide an affordable way for those on a budget to create, according to her website. She became the first official grassroots campaign office recognized by the Bernie Sanders campaign in the state of Florida and was elected to the Anastasia Mosquito Control District Board in 2016. And lastly, the incumbent Nancy, Nancy Shaver, has served two terms as mayor. She began working in her career as a teacher and eventually became a leader at a tech startup that eventually became publicly traded. She has led a consulting practice in data and analysis and technology. She's been a city resident since 2009, and she's also active in service work, including at the Leitner Museum and the Continuum of Care Board. For City City of St. Augustine Commission seat four, Jill Pacetti, which is a very well-known local name, the Pacetti family is, uh, was actually, she's born at Flagler Hospital. She's a lifetime St. Augustine, St. John's County resident. She is also a business owner. She went into the, uh, the beauty side of the family business. She owned her own salon for 20 years. She has a background in finance and insurance as well. She currently owns an antique store in Uptown St. Augustine, and she's been active in, in service, including work as a parent-teacher coordinator for Beacon of Hope Christian School. Wade Ross 
also a candidate for seat four on the city commission. Has been, if I'm reading his profile correctly, has been in St. Augustine since 2015. And he's a teacher by trade, and he's taught in public schools for much of his life. He's also taught overseas in South Korea, but more locally or more close to home, he taught a lot in Brevard County. He also currently serves on the St. Augustine Vagrant Watch Group. And lastly, as a candidate for City Commission seat four, John Valdez has been in St. Augustine since at least 1989, and he's a business owner. He incorporated Valdez and Associates shortly after he moved here in 1990. He's a contractor working, specializing in renovation work, and he has served on several boards, Historical Architectural Review Board. He's a past member and chair of the City Code Enforcement Board of Adjustments and Appeals, and he's a past chair of the Planning and Zoning Board. And he's He's active in service as well, restoring Flagler era fountains here and relocating the War Memorial, placing the lions in Davis Shores. So that is a real quick snapshot of those two races. Before we wrap up, I want to also make sure that you know, right, Bob, that there is a deadline to vote. To register to vote, uh, it's coming up very, very shortly. If you are not registered to vote by close of business on July 30th, which is about two weeks away, you will not be able to vote in the primary election. Uh, So I strongly urge you to go to sjcvotes.com, which is our county supervisor of elections page, and register today. So hopefully you're doing a little bit of homework before the deadline and then you can and if you're not registered, you can certainly go and register and cast your ballot on August 28th in the primary elections. Also, don't forget on August 1st, Politics in St. John's St. Augustine will be at the Solomon Calhoun Center. It is free for you to attend. We'll have dozens of candidates there for you to question. Any anything that you might want to ask them, you'll have the ability to do that on August 1st from 5 to 7. Please be sure to pre-register for that event as well. We we have a limited number of ballots. We want to make sure everybody who wants to participate in this trial poll can. And you can do that on the website at sjcchamber.com. Do you have anything else to add, Bob? The only thing I can suggest is that if you're concerned about the direction that the county, the city is going in, or if you like the directions that the county and the city are going in, the only and best way for you to express that position is to vote. Frankly, the only way to vote intelligently is to get smart on the issues, get smart on the candidates. One of the things I love about our Politics in St. John series is that you don't have a lot of candidates standing up on soapboxes speaking to everybody, but it's your opportunity to look the candidates in the eye across the table and ask them the tough questions that have been gnawing at you forever, (laughs) and they will give you answers. So if you want answers, make sure you're there August 1st, 5 to 7, Solomon Calhoun Center. I want to thank everyone for listening once again. If you want to see some of that content, all the links will be in the description of this pod. Thanks so much.